Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Aspiration Athletics Podcast, your resource for sport performance training and health and wellness. I'm your host, Devin Bernison, as usual. Uh, I'm glad to be joining you again, uh, talking about today um, some important things that I want to report that I am going to be coaching wrestling this season. I'm really excited about that. Um, I've been trying to get my foot in the door with this program in uh, Springfield, Tennessee, um, since I moved here. So over the last two years, uh, it's really been a goal of mine to to get involved at some capacity um, with the wrestling program. So to be assistant coaching this year, um, and, and the way that I've been able to get involved, I'm extremely grateful for, um, and really excited to talk to you about today. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, if you have not liked the podcast, shared the podcast, please do that. It really helps the, uh, show go a long way. It helps it get out to more viewers, um, so that we can continue to, to grow our tribe here. Uh, I love doing the show. I appreciate the viewership and the support. Um, you guys help me keep this thing running. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Guys, I'm coaching wrestling now. If you don't know, wrestling is one of my, uh, gosh, I would say my greater passions in life, um, aside from just training and, and, and exercise and uh, uh, just the realm of uh, sport performance preparation and training. So, um, getting involved with the wrestling program at Springfield High School here uh, in my home, my hometown currently, um, where I'm staying, not where I'm from, uh, but the the town I'm I'm in currently uh, is is where I'm coaching, and uh, it's really nice to be proximal um, from my my workplace, and and everything is just. Gosh, it's as it's as good as I could have hoped for, um, in 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 just the support from the community. It's been awesome. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about the wrestlers, the wrestling team. So we're actually in a sticky situation right now because we have a good portion of our varsity lineup that plays football. Um, the football team in the football program here is notoriously good at. Uh, advancing into the postseason. So we're hoping to get those kids back by the time we have our first official tournament um, in Kenwood on November 29th. Uh, so, you know, if not, we're going to work with what we got until we get those uh, uh, kids back on our varsity lineup. But that's why we're working hard. Um, and that's why I wanted to talk a little bit about what the strength and conditioning looked like um, from my point of view here, uh, because full disclosure, guys, um, I love wrestling. I've, I've, uh, continued to stay involved in how the sport's developing in a collegiate level, um, in, in an international level as part of our national team efforts. Um, and especially this past Olympic cycle hats off to those, those, uh, medalists and, and participants on the team. You guys did a great job. Um, if you haven't, go check that out. By the way, we had a phenomenal team this year. Uh, 
just some of the best wrestling that USA has seen in a long time. Uh, anyway, my, my point being is I have been out of the realm of, of, of practicing wrestling, of, of actually wrestling and, and, and uh, um, uh, getting my mind and my training and everything else oriented around the constraints and, and, and foundations of wrestling. So when I got this opportunity um, presented to me, gosh, back in, uh, let's see, that would have been, I want to say February, I started looking into this. Um you know, a month after that, I was, uh, I was sitting in the office talking to the head coach about, you know, what the plan was going to be for these guys getting started. And, uh, we were officially able to start strength and conditioning in June. And before we had gotten to that point, um, I wanted myself to personally start to orient my mind and my focus in, in, uh, through the lens of wrestling. So I dedicated a lot of time, uh, to watching the NCAA tournament, which happened to be going on in March around that time. Anyway, uh, we call that March madness for anybody that's curious. Um, some of my basketball folks out there, you guys know, you call it March madness for wrestlers. It's known as March madness. I just thought that was a fun little tidbit. Um, so I started really, you know, getting, nitty gritty about getting my mind focused on what it, what, what the foundations of wrestling were, what the qualities of a wrestler were, especially at a high level. And I've, I've, uh, never wrestled at a collegiate level, but I was a high level high school wrestler that was around a lot of collegiate, um, uh, greats. And, uh, just to name a couple, you know, being around, uh, Taylor Massa, Logan Massa, uh, being around Adam Kuhn, having a chance to wrestle with these guys, um, you know, just a lot of good guys that I was around during my time in wrestling. And it helped me really develop a deeper understanding of what it took to be elite and what it took to train like an elite wrestler to what, what that presence on the mat looks like. So um, to get my mind refocused on all of that, uh, I started Watching the NCAA's, um, my gosh, great NCAA cycle this past year, even uh, considering COVID. So if you haven't, go check that out, you guys, if you're interested in some of the bigger names in wrestling. Um, most notably, you've got Spencer Lee at 125 pounds, a Hawkeye, who is just killer. Um, certainly going to be making waves in the international game. Uh, and then we've got, of course, uh, Gable Stevenson of Minnesota heavyweight, um, who showed out, won an NCAA title this year and capped off, um, the year with a Olympic gold medal. So my goodness, you know, Andy's returning to wrestle for the Gophers this season. So just a lot of great things coming out of the sport. I love to see it. Um, but it was good to watch that. It was good to really get some good wrestling, uh, knowledge in, 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 and being able to watch some some matches and get that excitement brewing again and, and be able to take that energy to my wrestlers now who um, we are doing strength and conditioning with and getting a bit of mat time. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the things we've been working on in since June 
Um, I would have liked to have started earlier, far earlier, but for right now, um, just being part of this program, getting my foot in the door, you know, we got some kinks we got to work out. My plan is to hopefully rolling into the next year, continue to not have so much of an off season, but keep things moving with our guys that, uh, want to, you know, eventually get to the next level. So we started strength and conditioning in June. I really wanted to emphasize more than anything, general foundations of movement. Um, you're working with high schoolers. There is an element, uh, of, of, um, I would call it like organized, uh, destruction. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a, it's kind of a, a crap storm in the beginning, trying to, to figure out where everybody's needs are at, um, what their athletic experience is at. And, and ultimately just the revolving door of kids that want to try it and kids that end up leaving within a week. Um, we've already had quite a few of those, but I'm happy to say that we've got some solid, uh, men and women that are, um, eager to, you know, be a part of this program and to continue to commit uh, themselves to being part of the bigger picture of what we want to accomplish with this program. So strength and conditioning has um, really been centered around some of our, our basic foundational movements that some of these kids just have never been able to do in a structured manner. So we're talking about figuring out our squat pattern, right? Getting um, our hinge motions, uh, you know, working on our posterior development, getting these kids in, in good posture, um, opening up their bodies with some mobility work. So really focusing on a good warm up, quality warm up, priming the muscles that we're going to be working. So lots of um, focused, accumulative stress on some of our core movements um, in the beginning of training and certainly to cap off our weight room training. Um, so starting us off in the first four weeks, I really focused on the basic movements, a push, a pull, a hinge, a squat, and a plank. Um, and then some grip work hanging from pull-up bars and things like that, just to get their uh, requisite base strength developed. Um, we then started to shift into some tempo work to change the intensity a bit. Uh, I find that that's an effective way to implement more stress on the system uh, rather than adding weight, right? Because we are still trying to develop their their motor coordination and uh, their efficiency and movement. And you can't do that when you're working with a ton of weight. So a lot of it has been really programming their body the first eight weeks to um, – you know, move with quality, move with stability, open up their bodies so they have better range of motion uh, with some of these strength uh, uh, exercises and efforts. Um, you know, we're, we're about, I want to say nine weeks in. Um, we've got another month and a half here. Um, a little over a month and a half. So, you know, all in all, we're we're working with a small window, smaller than I would have liked, but I would say that we're progressing nicely and we're working out um, three days a week. We've got um, 
We started out two days a week in the first four weeks. Then we upped it to three on week five through eight. And uh, it's going to be three days a week until we hit the start of the season coming in November. So what does that look like as we start entering um, the beginning of the season? Well, first and foremost, I don't believe in maxing out a bunch of freshmen. And that's kind of what we're dealing with right now. We've got a lot of freshmen on the team, a lot of young bodies, uh, young minds. Um, you know, I don't want them to conceptualize this idea of ego lifting and, and, and accept it and embrace it and lean into that. That's what we want to eliminate. Um, there's really no utility in maxing them out on a single repetition, but I think there is utility in maxing them out on constraints of what could be utilized in their sport. So uh, what does that mean? So like maxing them out on a three or four rep max um, is going to simulate uh, a high intensity scramble or a, you know, a blast double leg, something like that. Um, I want to uh, mimic those, those uh, variables that translate to the sport a little more than just ego lifting and putting unwarranted stress on the joints that again has really no real value to us uh, later on. So that's what I'm thinking for these freshmen and sophomores. I've got such, you know, very little um, seniors and juniors. I think we have one junior, no, two, I'm sorry, uh, two juniors and one senior. And the rest are freshmen, sophomores. So we're dealing with really getting the foundations of movement down and uh, not trying to, to center their frame of mind on how much weight they can lift in a single rep, but rather how efficiently they can lift weight within the, the tempo constraints in, and uh, uh, you know how that translates into our performance in wrestling and what that looks like in a match. Um, so... You know, that's some of the, the training we've been working on um, just to get a little bit more in depth and extrapolate. Uh, I like to do a lot of rotational work with our wrestlers. I think it's important for them to have not only trunk stability, but, um, you know, trunk uh, uh, mobility as well and uh, being able to, you know, fight out of tough positions that are uncomfortable. I mean, how many of us that have wrestled, if you know, you know, you've been, you know, bundled up or, you know, guys weights on top of you, you're in an uncomfortable position. You've got to work on um, getting comfortable with those things and in, in developing positional strength, which I will cover here shortly. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we've done um, some pausing work uh, with our tempos as of late. Um, developing that trunk stability, uh, developing, you know, that, 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 uh, ability to maintain, um, position and, uh, uh, to recruit the, uh, muscle tension necessary to, to hold these positions. It really requires a lot of control to pause. And for a high schooler, this is a new element of training to them. Um, really high stimulus there. So I really uh, appreciate um, those training efforts, uh, what we're working on now. I find that that's, that's been a very effective way to, to train them. And before we got to isometric pauses in our tempo, we actually worked on um, slower eccentrics. So a lot of that was really good for their 
their um, ligament integrity and building that that uh, structural integrity so that they can continue to add um, muscle mass and hypertrophy um, as we as we go throughout the season. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, excuse me, my voice crack. That's kind of where we're at right now. We're working on some like we have some basic um, right now movements that we're working on with our strength lifts. Like, you know, we'll have a upper body press and a big, you know, lower body pull on one day. Um, and then our accessory movements, uh, all in all, total four or five exercises max. And then on uh, day two, we'll have like a low body push, upper body pull. Um, I make sure to create variation, um, but also remain consistent in the movements that are foundational, the pushes, the pulls. Um, so I think that that's been a really effective way to train uh, all of the planes of motion for these wrestlers and, and how it's going to develop um, their efficiency on the mat. So I'm really excited about that. Um, one more thing I wanted to cover is uh, the mental focus on these fundamentals that I mentioned, the pushing, the pulling, um, even just the wrestling in general, right? Focusing on your stance, focusing on the efficiency of your shot, making sure we switch legs and know how to shoot with our, our non-dominant side. Um, emphasis on the mental acuity is important. With these kids, you're, you're getting them coming out of school where they've spent a good portion of their day in classes, being in an environment that most of the time they're not really, you know, enjoying, especially now during the COVID restrictions um, that are being implemented in, in, in districts. It's it's kind of a, a crummy day in school. So you're getting what's left of them. And at 14, 15 years old, I'm taking what I can get and trying to get them to focus on just a few movements that are going to be important rather than loading their plate with 12 different exercises um, and a plethora of reps. So it's been interesting to see how that has developed over the course of the last nine weeks. And really we've, we've dialed in and found our, our flow here. One last thing I wanted to cover. I know I said that last time, but one last thing I wanted to cover is I don't believe in, um, you know, let, let, let me preface by saying this. I'm very passionate about everything that I do when I take it serious. Um, wrestling is one of those things, especially because I've, you know, been highly competitive and I love the sport. Um, I want to see these kids do well. I care about how they do. Um, I have taken it upon myself to change my own training. As some of you, or maybe not any of you, but as you will know right now, um, as I'm going to report it to you, I currently practice Olympic weightlifting. And if you don't know about Olympic weightlifting, it's basically gymnastics with a barbell is the best way I can describe it. So I lift heavy amounts of weight in a less than advantageous position. Um, it looks like, uh, you know, throwing a bar over your head, things like that. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead and look up Olympic weightlifting. It's pretty cool stuff. Uh, I've taken a lot away from that sport that I think I've brought to the table in a, in a, uh, a valuable way to, sport performance, training, and um, how it relates to this wrestling uh, strength and conditioning program. We have done Olympic variations. They are not currently ready for Olympic um, uh, classic lifts. 
So we are just working on some of the variations like snatch grip deadlifts, um, snatch grip presses, uh, and, and seldomly. That is very, very seldom that we add that variety to the programming. Um, and there's a reason for that, right? Because they need to get programmed and coordinated on the fundamentals, on the basic foundations of movement right now. Because as soon as we start adding the com uh, complexity of these exercises and the demands of them, then we're tapping into different systems that we don't want to exhaust that could leave them less than performing optimal in the sport that we want them to, which is freaking wrestling. Gosh, I hate when strength and conditioning coaches want to drill, 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 weights all day like it's just the the just some of the the logic is thrown out of the window in how it relates to the specificity of of the sport at hand we're not making weightlifters out of these kids we're making wrestlers so i always want to keep that in mind whenever i'm training them anyway getting back to my own um ted talk here uh i've adjusted my own training I've started to center more of my efforts around the constraints of a, of a wrestling match, you know, two to three minute periods, um, focusing on power endurance, uh, qualities that are about 15 to 30 seconds in length, and then sometimes even up to 60 seconds in length with high output. Um, I think that those qualities mimic a very, uh, traditional high school match where things happen very quickly. Generally, if you're a dominant force on the mat, you can end a match within 60 seconds. Um, if you're a good wrestler and in a majority of, uh, high school wrestlers are missing, uh, a good portion of some of these foundational strengths that I talked about, uh, that really leave them with a less than advantageous position on the mat. Um, I mean, they're high school kids, right? I mean, and some of these kids like I'm working with right now have never wrestled uh, before high school. So it's it's tough. And you need to know with wrestling, it's like it's like football uh, and basketball right now these days where if you're not starting as as a little tyke, you're going to have a hard time being competitive in high school because these kids are killers, man. Um, so yeah, anyway, I've adjusted my own training, uh, starting to, to do a bit more boxing, doing a bit more, um, shadow wrestling, positional work as much as I can without looking like a creep, right? You know, I'm 20, almost 25 years old guys. I can't be just going to random parks and, and shadow wrestling and things. So when it's appropriate, I get my, my work in and try to, 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 to do some of the groundwork as a coach that I am able to do with limited space, limited resources to get these things done. There's not a whole lot in Tennessee happening for the wrestling scene. Let's talk about some of the most important qualities for high school wrestlers, because I've kind of in no particular order, I did spitball six qualities that I thought were the most important that we're going to end the show off with today. So uh, kicking us off or starting us off rather uh, is body awareness. Um, you know, proprioception is, is knowing where you're at in space. Having mat awareness, uh, mat awareness is, is of course the um, – the where the competition takes place is on a wrestling mat. You have a circle. Um, I don't quite know the dimensions off the top of my head, but you have to stay within the circle. Okay. 
Mat awareness is an important part of the skill of wrestling when you get to a high level. Again, high school wrestlers, unless you're facing a stud that's also ranked or like, you know, a pretty good opponent that's that's knowledged and experienced in wrestling, they may not have the best mat awareness. But I think that's a quality that high school wrestlers can can take away and, and ultimately help them um, develop to to have aspirations to get at a high level. Because uh, you can have the strength and everything else. If you don't have your mat awareness down and, and you don't know where you're at on the mat in the time and in and, and some of these like high pressure situations, you could potentially uh, lose a match, drop these important matches because you didn't have a toe in and your takedown didn't count, just as an example. Um, so mat awareness, positional awareness, things like that, very important. My next um, quality would be power output. Quite frankly, wrestlers at a high school level don't have enough power. Um, bilateral strength is pretty weak. Um, so making wrestlers do squats uh, are, are important qualities. If you want to accentuate the blast doubles and single leg takedown qualities, doing Zercher, I'm sorry, not Zercher, uh, doing um, uh, Bulgarian split squats, loaded dumbbells, things like that are going to certainly add um, stress in the the right qualities that we want to uh, yield results from, um, you know, helping us with some of those unilateral efforts of our attacks. But bilateral strength is extremely important, um, you know, both feet on the ground uh, when it comes to fighting off takedowns, right? Um, being able to, to, to have the uh, stability and balance to um, square off with your opponent, things like that. Um, so I think power output in general is is a quality that high school wrestlers can can certainly add a lot of utility and lethality to their to their wrestling attack game, um, and even their even their uh, defense. Right, your power output is about reaction too. So if your sprawl is real heavy and you come down heavy with pressure, you're bound to have um, a solid match. Mobility, super important. Opening up the body, having strength in ranges of motion that um, that are that 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 are not uh, you know very that, that don't feel very good. Right? You get bundled up. You get um, you get caught in a sticky situation. You need to know how to battle out of it and. Uh, you know, you see some of these collegiate guys doing the splits and things like that. Those are those are important qualities to be able to scramble um, to defend a takedown. Uh, we have positional strength, another big quality. Positional strength relates to how you handle um, your opponent given the top, bottom, or even scrambling or or uh, attacks um, that you find yourself in. Right, so. Um, if I'm top guy, I need to know how to keep this guy down high school. There is no riding time, but in college there is. So I think riding can be an effective tool to wear your opponent down, especially if you know how to ride legs and put a boot in. Um, and I think, uh, not my game, of course, um, not something I was good at, but I think that there's certainly some utility in that and, uh, positional strength. Uh, whether you're in a takedown or takedown defense is going to be a huge quality for um, not getting scored on and ultimately leading to more W's. Uh, posterior training, low body training, big ones. Um, wrestlers use their backs a lot. You guys, I mean, we're in 
we're in a hunched, hinged position, essentially. Like, it's it's demanding on the low back. It's demanding on all of those systems. So, training uh, deadlifts, training, um, you know, pulling motions, training pull-ups, uh, isometric holds in your hinge position, things like that are going to be really important. And low body training is, of course, you know, hitting our squats, hitting our lunges, um, making sure we're 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 doing some of the fundamental work there. And then last but not least, guys, aggression, controlled aggression is going to be a powerful quality. I've seen some guys that are out there just, just they're gunslingers. They don't, they don't think about the, the, uh, repercussions. They just move and chain wrestling requires a lot of aggression. It requires a lot of, um, just kind of, giving or taking what's being given to you and uh aggression can really help controlled aggression because you don't want to find yourself off kilter and, and getting frustrated in the match and then you start losing points that's all i got for you today those are the most important fundamental qualities to me as a wrestling coach being new to the springfield high school wrestling program that i've been trying to emphasize with our wrestlers I'm really excited about the program and the outlook of it. If you guys enjoyed this episode, share it, like it. Um, I appreciate it. It helps the podcast uh, get out to more folks. Thank you again for listening. And never forget, guys, aspire to inspire. I'll talk to you next time.